0: Hello, and welcome to Between the Stacks, a podcast created and produced by the Odell Public Library. I'm Emily Lenore. Hi, I'm Krista Mapes. Hi everyone, I'm Gillian Larson. On this episode of Between the Stacks, our favorite books of all time, plus our
1: segments Reader's Advisory and Ask a Librarian. But first, some announcements. Community picks. We'd love to hear about what you're reading. Fill out the Google form to submit a book review, which is linked in the description of this episode. We'll post reviews on our bulletin board at Odell and may even feature a review or two in a future Between the Stacks episode, with your permission, of course. Odell Public Library has Niabi
2: Zoo and Putnam Museum passes available for checkout. Please note that you may need to call and reserve a time
0: to visit per the organization's pandemic guidelines. We have recently up expanded our open hours. Fines were also reinstated, meaning late materials follow the 10 cent per day late fee. We are open Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 to six, Tuesdays and Thursdays from two to eight, Fridays from two to five, and Saturdays from 10 to three. If you have any questions, you can call or email us.
1: There is a small book sale inside the library currently located by the computer section. All books are free or by donation. We have an update about Paint the Town. Mm -hmm. There will be
2: a Paint the Town event on July 24th at French Creek Park. You will be able to design your own coaster set. This event is open to all ages and pre-registration is required. It is $10 to participate. We will have a link to registration in the description of this episode. For more information, visit the City of Morrison Facebook page. Now we're doing uh, the the June books, which Kristen normally handles. Okay. <laughs> Great segue.
0: <laughs> Great segue. Krista, tell us about some books that are coming to the library this June.
1: Okay, uh, just to the June book order. I also have the July book order.
0: Please tell us about the books that are coming to Adele this summer. <laughs>
1: okay! Okay, so for the June book order, we have Marie Benedict coming in with The Personal Librarian, The President's Daughter by Bill Clinton and James Patterson. Hey.
2: I, wanted, I want everyone to know I was looking out the window. And out of the, the, the vision of my face, I saw all four heads around me turn and just look directly at my face. We Mr. Patterson, we Mr. Can't. Patterson, Patterson if you're on this live. He's not, he's not here. I know he's not here, but if his spirit is listening, oh I still don't like you. I'm not sorry about it. I was in BAM the other day. Hang on, segue, I was oh. in BAM the other day. Oh, <laughs> I was in BAM, and they play the radio over when you're browsing.
1: Yep. Oh, for books
2: Yeah, and it was like, hello everybody this is James Patterson <laughs> I'm currently in the building, I'm not kidding they have an announcement that's like, hi shoppers, it's James Patterson and I got full body chills I felt like, <laughs> I felt unwelcomed in the establishment <laughs> and I wanted to leave
0: they knew, they played that for you, I know. They, he for you. Is world everywhere. famous you. podcaster he's like, me and Bill
2: Clinton have an exciting announcement, I was like, I don't care
1: <laughs> anyway Okay. Any other books? Sorry, any other books, Krista? A lot of other books, actually. (laughs) Kristen Higgins is coming out with Pack Up the Moon. So this is just a little excerpt from the book. Every month, a letter. That's what Lauren decides to leave her husband when she finds out she's dying. Each month, she gives Josh a letter containing a task to help him face this first year without her, leading him on a (laughs) heart-rending... Beautiful, often humorous journey to find happiness again in this new novel from the New York Times bestselling author, Kristen Higgins. Heart. Elin Hild- Hildebrand with Golden Girls, The Stepsisters by Susan Mallory. And then we've also got Alex Michaelates from... The number one New York Times best-selling author of The Silent Patient comes a spellbinding tale of psychological suspense weaving together Greek mythology, murder, and obsession that further cements Michaelids as a major player <laughs> in the field. That was from Publishers Weekly. It sounds like a really good book. It's about a professor at Cambridge who teaches Greek mythology and is apparently so good-looking. There's a group of females who (laughs) adore him so much that they start a secret society, okay? And they're called the Maidens. And they idolize this professor. However, there's a girl who is convinced that this professor is a murderer after there was a murder on campus. Okay, I'm going to continue. Go for it. There's also Sustaining Faith by Janet Oak. Uh, Notorious by Diana Palmer. There's also A Magic Tree House: Dinosaurs Before Dark by Mary Pope Osborne. That's coming in. I believe it's a graphic novel, though not not just like oh, like we we all know that's been a book for a while. I was going to say, I'm like, I think we <laughs> already have
2: Dinosaurs in the Dark.
1: We do, but it it's got a graphic novel now. So
2: good on you, Mary Pope Osborne. Did you draw all of it?
1: She probably did not draw. Probably Probably not. not. (laughs) But that's okay. We still love her for creating the story. So. (laughs) Okay, so for the July book order, so we've got Linda Castillo with Fallen. We've also got... There's a book by Kristen Harmel called The Forest of Vanishing Stars. That sounds pretty cool. But we've also got... Debbie McComber with It's Better This Way. Also, Alexander McCall Smith with The Man with the Silver Sop." Would you like me to read you an excerpt of The Forest of Vanishing Stars? Sure, why not?
0: (laughs) Sure, I don't care. After being stolen from her wealthy German parents and raised in the unforgiving wilderness of Eastern Europe, a young woman finds herself alone in 1941 after her kidnapper dies. Her solitary existence is interrupted, however, when she happens upon a group of Jews fleeing the Nazi terror. Stunned to learn what's happening in the outside world, she vows to teach the group all she can about surviving in the forest. And in turn, they teach her some surprising lessons about opening her heart after years of isolation. But when she is betrayed and escapes into a German-occupied village, her past and present come together in a shocking collision that could change everything.
1: Whoa. Okay. it
0: does sound really cool. Oh, and it looks like she she has a lot of other historical fiction books, it looks like, too. Nice.
1: Okay. So, cool. Sounds cool. Okay. Mm. We're back at it. The Shadow by James Patterson. (laughs) Okay. We've also got Kathy Reaches with The Bone Code. (laughs) But we also have David Rosenfeld with Dog Eat Dog. Daniel Silva with The Cellist. Karen Slaughter with false witness, Danielle Steele with Nine Lives, Brad Thor with Black Ice, Oh, Charles Todd with an Irish hostage. Irish hostage. There's just a lot of like really good authors right there, okay, uh also, we've got a big Nate top dog coming in for all those big Nate lovers <laughs> that that's a junior fiction novel in case you were wondering, also uh babysitters. Little Sister, book four, Karen's Kitty Cat Club, is coming out as well. That is by Anne M. Martin. Okay. But that is it for our summer books that are we have coming into the library. Awesome. If you would like to place
2: a hold on any of the books that we have currently listed, you can either call us, you can email us, or you can put them on hold yourself via your Prairie Cat account.
1: Yay! Okay. <laughs> Going right into our next topic. We're going to be talking about our favorite books of all time. Cool. Talking about our favorite
2: books of all time. It was hard for me because I feel like we talk about books all the time on this podcast. That's what the
0: podcast is. That's
2: what the podcast is. So if you've already heard these books, Maybe maybe you, should, maybe you, you should, should read
0: them. You've definitely heard some of these books before. Absolutely,
2: we, we did our best to choose ones that we don't think that we've discussed before. But oh, we have was that
0: a, was one of our? That
1: was my goal. That was my goal. Was oh. it your goal? Well, I've already talked about a lot of my favorite books, so okay. I just it was, it's okay. That's fine. You can talk about them again because I will because I didn't know is that one of them. A,
2: is hang on? Is one of them Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? No, I it is. I
0: plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs>
2: just checking i just wanted to know
0: all
1: right you want to get us started Gil? sure yeah sure
2: i can start my favorite book i think right now is called circe it's by madeline miller she is the same author who wrote the song of achilles i recently finished that i talked about it on a couple podcasts ago i think and it's a beautiful book and circe might be beautiful -er. i it's it's great. It's a wonderful book. It's beautifully written. She wrote it after The Song of Achilles. I think it was published just last year. And I really, really enjoyed it. So I would say that's my my first right now.
1: Krista. Okay. So I wanted to start off with like a book that I loved in my childhood. Mm. And I have Mrs. Piggle Wiggle by Betty McDonald. And I would like to preface this with, I used to call it Mrs. Piggly Wiggly.
2: <laughs> that's not what it's called
1: that's a grocery store <laughs> i didn't realize right. it until like i was writing <clears throat> it on the script and all right it's mrs piggle wiggle who's by betty mcdonald okay so yeah why, i used to love that book why it, Why do you like this book? it's sort of like Annie mcphee and Mar- mary mary at uh, mary poppins, mary poppins.
2: Murray Poppins. It's Mary Poppins's cousin. He's in finances.
0: Yes, Mr. Murray. He's Mr. Mr. Murray Poppins.
2: <laughs> Instead of an umbrella, it's he holds a briefcase above his head briefcase. when the rain
0: comes to not get his hair wet. Yeah, yeah, and to fly
2: with the with the suitcase, he just kind of like whips it around like
1: discus. <laughs> you you're making fun fun of me the, so he much. He can hold it. He can hold it
2: above his head like this, <laughs> like, the hammer, like Thor's hammer, and he just goes <laughs> and he flies like that.
1: <laughs> That's Mr. Murray Poppins. Okay. But yeah, that's. I, I wanted to mention that one. I loved it as a child, though. I remember having like a little book set of it. Is the main character a, a pig? Is Mrs. Piggle Wiggle like a pig,
0: no, or is she just a she's person? She's a nanny. I
2: almost corrected you to Piggly Wiggly, but then I realized, nope, that's wrong. You're correct. Okay,
0: that's fine. I just didn't she's, know why you were comparing it to, like, Mary Poppins. She, a, she's a nanny. That's fine. I don't know those books. Like so Amelia
2: was, Bedelia. Yeah. I love Uh, Medelia, Nabilia.
1: (laughs) I know what you were talking about. It's okay, Amelia Badelia.
2: Maybe maybe I should have eaten before this. I don't know (laughs) what's (laughs) happening.
0: Maybe we'll have a snack break and a nap time, like we're preschoolers. No, yeah, we're not taking a break. We're
1: going straight through. Okay, let's go. Okay, all right.
0: Emily, hi, it's my. You are next
2: for your first book. What is it?
0: For my first book, I have chosen. She brought props. I brought my books with, so I could talk about them better. I brought My Life, My Fight by Stephen Adams. This is Stephen Adams. He's a very serious basketball player. (laughs) So he is from New Zealand. He's like seven feet tall. And his goal as a child was to be a farmer. And he did not do that because obviously he's making millions of dollars in the NBA. But uh, so yeah, he's probably one of my like favorite NBA players because he is like a really like humble kind of guy. He he appeared in a commercial for beef, <laughs> which is hilarious. But he's got like 15 siblings. The book is hilarious. He's really funny, and I really enjoyed reading it a lot. I've read it a couple times now. And he actually does not play for the Thunder anymore. He, they traded him to the Pelicans last off season, so this is his first season not playing for the team that drafted him.
1: Are are we happy about this or sad about that?
0: Well, neither of those are my team, so I'm indifferent. Okay. But I just wish him all the best. <laughs> he's a really cool guy, so. That's... I like okay. his I like his tattoos. There, yeah. He's, he's from cool. the Maori tribe of New Zealand. That's rad. Cool. Okay. Round two. <laughs>
2: okay, so round two. My second favorite book, probably is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl. I think, yeah, Krista, I had the same idea. I was kind of like, what books did I really like in my childhood? And I remember my mom reading this to me, shout out to my mom. I just remember being a little kid and kind of just sitting crisscross applesauce in front of her while she read this to me on the couch. Uh, She would show me the pictures and everything. And I still have the original copy that she read to me when
1: I was a child. It's on my bookshelf. So, it's a very good story. That's cute. Krista. Uh, I have for this round, Ella Enchanted by Gail Carson Levin. I love this book. I was recommended this book by one of my sisters. I can't remember which one. It's about this girl who was cursed to follow, you know, curse. Obedience. Obedience, yes.
2: To follow orders, basically. To to follow obediences. Is-
0: but, uh, but,
1: but later, you know, breaks the curse and it has like <laughs> elves and ogres and magical beings and it's amazing. I love it. I did not give a good synopsis, but it's okay.
2: <laughs> I just remember the movie from when I was a kid. I, it's Anne Hathaway, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember liking it a lot. The book's Wait, even <gasps> better. Wait, Wasn't Chris Evans in it? No, no. Chris Pine? I don't know. Wait, or was that, that was that, oh, well, that was The Princess Diaries. <laughs>
0: There's a Hugh Dancy. Okay, Great Emily, good job. That's your second book. Okay, well, Gillian already brought this up. I spoiled it. You did. Of I'm course, sorry. Obviously, him. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, because we can't do this podcast without mentioning Abraham Lincoln. It's every single time we we do this. So I love this book a whole lot. Last week I was at his birthplace, and that's mentioned in the book. We did not see any vampires. It's very disappointing. So, basically it just follows him from boyhood to the presidency and technically beyond, but that's the second book, so... can't tell you about that, but... So yeah, the second book is The Last American Vampire by the same author, Seth Graham Smith. This is the guy who also brought you Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, so if you're into supernatural historical stuff, it's another book to check out. I have not read that one yet, but I should but yeah it's very very cool i guess it's considered a horror book because it's kind of gory but i don't like horror movies and i got through it so i don't know it's depends on your preference it's all up to you okay (laughs) oh Oh, wow okay
2: Uh, my my third favorite book i just chose hamlet when in doubt go with uh, a shakespeare play i read it in high school i've read it multiple times since then
1: it's good (laughs) theater major right here I'm a for you folks promise. <laughs>
2: theater major right here yeah hamlet's very good for those of you who haven't read it um it's also in my opinion it's an easier shakespeare play to get through it's more enjoyable so if you're if you're like ugh, shakespeare ugh, plays give i would give hamlet a shot
1: give hamlet a shot it's a good book mm-hmm. i i have read it as well also in high school but the book that i chose for this round is simon versus the homo sapiens agenda by becky albertalli it's just a fun book about this teenage boy who is emailing another teenage boy that goes to the same school as him called Blue. That's not the boy's actual name, but that's his, like, username. Mm. And they're both gay. But they don't, want like, come out to their school. But then this other guy sees Simon's email to Blue, and he's like, hey, you gotta, like, hook me up with one of your best friends, you know, who mm-hmm. is a girl. And Simon's like, why? And, you know, because he's blackmailing him. And that's yeah. the that's the basis of the book. Blackmail. But it's really Blackmail. good because, like, they figure out who each other are. And, like, it's fantastic. Highly recommend. Also recently got turned into a movie.
0: Of so. a different name. It's called Love, Simon? Yeah, it's called Love, Simon, I yeah. think.
1: Okay. Yeah, so... Here we go.
0: Emily. Emily. Hanness and Me by Dan Gutman. I received this book in fourth grade. Oh. It is signed by the author. This is a note from my teacher. My fourth grade teacher said, Emily, I hope you will keep this book forever and always and reread it. And I have been since fourth grade. This is a book in a series called the Baseball Card Adventures series. The main character, Joe Shostak, can travel through time when he touches a baseball card. And this is the, the first book in the series where he learns he has that power. So this is a Hannes Wagner T-206 baseball card. It would have been found in packs of tobacco sold back in the day. And it is extremely rare. There are like six. That card sold for millions and millions of dollars at auction. It set the record. But he finds one in his neighbor's attic. And he travels back in time by accident. That sounds pretty cool. It, I like this series a whole lot. I like baseball and I like the time travel aspect and just the general kind of like life lessons. I really like that book a lot. It's one of my all-time favorites, so. Anyway.
2: Okay. Rock! I realize that I haven't been giving a synopsis at all of the books that I like. I've just been like, boom, title. There you go. (laughs) Cersei is about the goddess Cersei. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is about a boy named Charlie in a chocolate factory. Hamlet is about a guy named Hamlet. And round four... (laughs) I chose The Alchemist very by specific. Paulo Coelho. It is It is very good. It's a tiny, tiny little novel, and it is about a traveler in a distant land, and he kind of discovers things about himself. I read it in high school. Shout out to Mrs. Howard. She was awesome, and she actually ordered our entire class. There was only probably like nine of us. She ordered our whole class paperbacks, and at the end, it was the last book that we had read our senior year of high school. And she let us keep each copy as like a going away present. It was her favorite book. She actually has bits of this book written into her wedding vows when she got married. It's a very touching book. It's very, it's kind of spiritual. It's very nice and I enjoy it a lot. Good job, Killian.
1: Good job. job. (laughs) Okay, so this book that I'm going to mention is a child's book, but it's called Pluto Gets the Call. By Adam Rex I love this book so much that when we got it into the library I read it to every single co-worker she did I did more than once it was it's amazing I love that book and it's literally about the planet Pluto and he gets a call <laughs> like they, they have him picking up a phone call and they're like hey sorry bud you're considered a dwarf planet now, not an actual planet. And he's you see him like get all sad. But then they also like list facts about Pluto and it's like really cool. I love it. It's it's educational. It's, it's educational and it's cute. And, and it's cute. It's funny. Can I, I,
0: I love it. can I interrupt? Okay. So I was at a Barnes and Noble in Florida like last week with my mom. Hi mom, she's also watching. I came across a book called How I Killed Pluto and Why It Had It Coming by astronaut Mike Brown. He is the person mostly responsible for the reclassification of Pluto. People were sending him, like, hate mail and death threats. And, like, can we not do that for science, please? And thank you. And um, I still don't like that man, though. Okay, okay. But also, <laughs> so he found a tenth planet that was larger than Pluto. So it had to be reclassified as a dwarf planet. So but that- it's still a planet (laughs) it's a dwarf planet though okay my fourth book is betty ford first lady women's advocate survivor and trailblazer by lisa mccubbin so betty ford she was first lady she was the first lady of our 38th president okay so this goes through like her entire life from her like upbringing in Grand rapids all the way to michigan grand rapids michigan all the way to her passing. Anyway, so she was a ballet dancer, and she was, like, very, very talented at that. She met football player Gerald Ford, and they got married. And he became a uh, representative for his district. And anyway, a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> I could go on about this for hours. She was diagnosed with breast cancer while her husband was in office, and you didn't talk about that? in that time period, and she did, and it really helped break down a lot of, like, kind of stigma around it, and she helped start the Betty Ford Center for Recovering from Addiction, which she struggled with later in life, and just stuff like that is really important, and I think I cried a few times reading this book just because I was really just, like, moved, I guess. On her last day in the White House, she danced on the cabinet room table. I have that picture on my wall just because it's so cool
2: that's kind of cool hey give it up for betty ford
0: <laughs> okay
1: Gil, yeah, start us up
2: so this is my fifth favorite i'm gonna call it a story it really isn't a book it's called the yellow wallpaper by charlotte perkins gilman it is a piece of feminist literature i read it uh recently in my american lit class in college and it is about a woman and her husband and she has recently had a child, but she is suffering from postpartum depression, but back then that really wasn't a thing at all. And so her husband kind of takes her away. They rent uh, a a cottage or a, a large house kind of in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And back in the 1800s, they used to kind of just say, oh, you just need to rest or take a holiday, which meant sit in a room for a month and maybe your, your sadness will go away. That's not the case. This woman is put into kind of like this attic bedroom in this large mansion and her husband kind of ignores her or treats her like a baby. He wants things to go back to normal, but unfortunately that's sometimes very difficult for couples who have recently had a child. And <laughs> there's this yellow wallpaper in her room and day by day, she stares at it, and she's staring, and she's staring, and she kind of starts to have these hallucinations. And it, it, it's a very dark story. It's very, very dark. It, it ends kind of sadly. I won't spoil anything, but I thought it was wonderful, in a in a strange, sad way.
1: And I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. For uh, this one, I totally did not write down a fifth book because um, way to go. I, I'm just well, we on did, the ball. We did say three
0: to five, so you could have four, and that would be fine. Uh,
1: just so you know, I will skip this round, but <laughs> I do have a lot of books that I would recommend. It's just uh, there's too many, so yes.
0: <laughs> Does that mean it's my turn? It, it it's is your, your turn, turn. Emily.
1: You can also skip this round.
0: Well, I don't think I can. All right. Uh, this is another basketball book. It's called Basketball and Other Things by Shea Serrano. It was a surprise to me that this one has also been signed. Whoa! I bought it at Barnes and Noble and I went home and I unwrapped it from the plastic and there it was and I screamed, I think, and my mom was like, what's going on in there? Ooh. It's fine. So, <laughs> so basically Shea Serrano is a sports journalist. He's written a couple of books. And so basically in each chapter, he answers a basketball question so like which michael jordan is the best michael jordan or so like which year of his career was the best or if you could dunk on anyone who would it be like james patterson okay are we on round six what no are we on? because i'm no, skipping round Gil- six
1: krista has cut us off She's we're not out. talking about the rest of them we're cutting... I'm cutting you guys off. Rista We're has, going to the next segment. Christa has cut us off. Unless you guys want to just go through them. Can I just... I just, can I just want to list titles. List titles. List titles. Rapid fire titles. Okay. 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 The
2: Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. The Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard.
0: The Jewel by Amy Ewing. And Ink and the Blood by Kim Smegel. Yes. Emily, go. Anything by Rick Riordan and also his Rick Riordan Presents series. Out of the Big Easy, which is a book in our young adult section behind us. And I will point out to you if you come and ask for it olivia bean trivia queen by i forget who it is but there's a foreword by ken jennings we don't have it here but i have a copy i'll hook you up from the corner of the oval by beck dory stein catch and kill by ronan farrow haven by Haman gurma assassination vacation by sarah bowell and apollo 13 also previously published as lost moon by jim lovell and jeffrey kluger
1: okay we
2: did it sometimes we, we can stay on topic let's go
0: okay
1: <laughs> next segment readers advisory so right now if you guys would like us to give you some recommendation for books now's your time okay please. now's your
2: chance to shine please, please chance to interact shine. with us please
1: interact with us <laughs> If not, I guess we'll just skip the segment. But it's okay. Or we can just talk about books. Or we could talk about books just, more. Just yeah, feel more free to ask talking. for book
2: suggestions in the chat. And our BTS BTS members will we're will we're just... forward messages to us.
1: Oh, a good book for dad's birthday. Well, I know guys love westerns. We, uh, have, a,
0: we have a very large western series.
1: All yeah. All the way across the... Uh, there's a Craig Johnson. He's a very popular Western author. He's got Longmire. Louis L'Amour also. Ton of books. Oh, yeah. And then, and if he doesn't like Westerns, then you've always got like Clive Cussler. He's a war author. He has a Battles. lot of books
0: dealing with like nautical adventure. So submarines, secret water missions.
1: <laughs> a lot of it happens in the sea. Yes. I. Thank you. Do you have any recommendations? Books for,
0: for
2: dads? Yes. yes. Which one? There is one there is one that I was read when I was a very small child and it's What Mommies Do Best and then you flipped it over and on the other side was What Daddies Do Best.
0: Yes! Yes, it's a book. It's by Laura Numeroff. Ooh. Mm. My mom.
2: <laughs> Hi mom. mom. The best book to read to my 6th grade ELA class. Well, I know you already read Percy Jackson, Mom. And I, I would say Percy Jackson is pretty good. She also reads Harry Potter. She's doing the Egypt game. I'm just saying what she reads so we can probably jog some memories. Do you guys have any suggestions?
0: Mm, there's like, another Rick Riordan series. The first book is The Red Pyramid. It's The Kane Chronicles. It has
1: to do with... Egyptian mythology. I know that, like, my little sister, Erica, also really enjoys The Hobbit. Once again, more of a lengthier book, like Mm -hmm. Harry Potter. Bridge to Terabithia. Ooh, I love that book. Or Tuck Tuck
2: Everlasting. That's one of my favorites. Ooh,
1: Bud Not Buddy. I love that book, too. Mm -hmm. Our second segment, helpful things for summer vacation. (laughs) So, uh, helpful
2: things for summer vacation... If you are traveling long distances, going to a hotel, visiting a family member far away, they might not have internet, you can always check out a hotspot. What is a hotspot? I can tell you right now. A hotspot is a portable internet device. We have four of them in total
1: at the library that you can check out. And you just bring it on the go. You can use it in a car. But if you're in a stationary place, like a hotel room or something, and they don't have Wi-Fi, or like a relative's house, they don't have Wi Fi, you can use a hotspot. It provides a stable internet
2: connection for more than one or two devices at a yeah. time. It's pretty dandy.
1: Staff has checked them out. Mm-hmm. They work pretty well. Yeah. We've also got backpacks, our Discovery book backpack. Woohoo! These are just we've talked about them before. There's a backpack and it has a bunch of books inside of it on a specific topic. There's also a like little activity that the kids can play with. I know some have like puzzles, others have like flashcards, the dinosaur book pack has plastic dinosaurs, and it's just really fun, and you can just grab one on the go and take it on vacation with you.
0: And I think a lot of the toys are good for in the car, Ah. and they have a nice label on the front so you know what you're getting yourself into.
1: And it has a little dog puppet, this particular one, so yeah, it's really fun. It's like five to seven books in each pack. Okay. So the next thing,
0: if you're in the car for a while, like maybe 21 hours all the way to Florida, like myself last week, audiobooks. My mother and I listened to part of Assassination Vacation in the car. It was hilarious. And, yes, audiobooks are very good. If you have a CD player, you can check out our audiobooks. They're in the section right near us here. Or if you don't have a CD player in your car. <laughs> but, nice segue. But you possess a smartphone like Gillian here, you can use Libby.
1: I love Libby.
0: Libby is Yay. great because you can check out audiobooks without needing some equipment. Mm-hmm. You only need your phone. Or you can get ebooks on there. It's totally
1: free. You just have to have a library card with us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And library cards uh, now are easier to get than ever. If you are a student and we can verify that you go to school, uh, you attend school in the I'm Morrison so area, you can sign up for a student card. Through us, there are some restrictions. I believe you can only check out five items at a time, and you can't check out like DVDs or electronics, Uh, but we are working on that. And This
1: card is also just for that specific student.
2: It is not a family card. Mm -hmm. Yes, not a family card, but that is also a useful tool for
0: this summer. Yeah. Playaways, Um, we have a few. We only have Harry Potter ones, if you're into that kind of thing. Emily's not. (laughs) I don't know what Harry Potter is. They're like mp3 players, you can plug in a set of headphones and the book is loaded on there. Easy to use, just like that. The Prairie Cat mobile app! It's a thing that exists basically on my vacation, I've been using it to place hold for things that appeared when I returned to the library today for the first time. So you can use the mobile app, it's basically Prairie Cat on the go. You can Download it on your local app store. <coughs>
2: okay all right our final segment guys we've made it ask a librarian
1: if you do come up with any questions you can always email us those questions with the subject line between the stacks at ask.odell.library at gmail.com that's it for this episode tune in on august 2nd for the next one and
0: until then happy reading Between the Stacks is hosted and written by Gillian Larson, Krista Mapes, and Emily Lenore. Special thanks to the entire Odell Library staff, library board, and friends of Odell. Thanks to all of our wonderful patrons who support the library, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast.